Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. Border crossings are increasing as the migrant crisis is exploding in many cities across America, including New York City, as now every city is a border city, thanks to President Joe Biden and other liberal leaders. And joining us now to discuss all of this is the former Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan. Mark, great to have you here on the podcast. Rita, thanks for having me as always. Great to be with you. So how many people do you believe under President Joe Biden's reign so far have crossed the border illegally? And how dangerous do you think this is for America? So I I have the numbers, and I think it's important because this is a very good question. When we talk about those that are coming to the border, because there's two subsets, Rita, but we only focus on one subset. And that uh, and that subset is the illegal aliens that actually enter in between the ports of entry. But here's why that's not the only number we should focus on. We should also focus on what's happening at our ports of entry as well. So we have aliens that come up to our port of entry, and they are what we call inadmissible, meaning they're no different as if they entered in between the ports, meaning they don't have documents and they have no legal status to be in the United States. They're inadmissible and they should be denied entry. But what happens, though, and the same thing in between our ports of entry, is that all of that, it doesn't matter. You can break our laws to illegally enter in between the ports of entry, or you can be inadmissible and walk up to our ports as long as you say, well, I claim asylum. And under this administration, what that means is you're going to be processed and released into the United States. Now, the reason why I I explain that is because we need to take a look at total nationwide encounters. Again, what's happening in between our ports of entry and at the ports. When you look at that, the last 30 months, CBP has encountered 7.2 million encounters. And then when you add the individuals that got away, which is 1.6 million total known gotaways, you're looking at 8.8 million total nationwide encounters in 30 months. Rita, there's not a country in the face of the planet that could sustain that, including the United States. So how detrimental and how concerned are you, especially as the former you know, commissioner of Customs and Border Commissions? Yeah, because this is a question, and here's why. We've been saying for a very long time that border security is that's what this is about. First of all, it's about border security, Rita, which is synonymous with national security. But here's what's happened. And and really, I I don't put all of this blame on the Biden administration because we've been screwing this up for 100 years. Both Democrats and Republicans have actually failed to do what we need to do to finally secure our borders. But it's never been as bad right now because what's happened is we've allowed our compassion as a nation to be hijacked. And we've convoluted legal immigration and illegal immigration. We have wiped off the illegal part of illegal immigration, and we made everything seem like everything that's going on at our borders is about immigration. And so if you're against what's happening at our border, then you must be against immigration. Of course, if you're against immigration, you're a racist. That's the narrative from the open border advocates and the Democrats and the liberal media. It's all a big lie. This is not about immigration. That's a separate issue we can have another dialogue about. What's happening on our border is about border security, which in part is impossible to have border security when you have 
illegal immigration because it pulls resources off the front line, off and away from the national security mission. Large areas of border go unpatrolled, unmanned. We literally hand operational control over the cartels so that drugs, criminals, and potential national security threats can come, come through. So illegal immigration is not a victimless crime. Illegal immigration drives our borders to be unsecure so that drugs, criminals, and national security threats can come across. That's why what's happening is so critically important to our nation's safety and national security. How concerned are you about, you know, potential, obviously, uh, terrorist attacks? Obviously, there's plenty of drug traffickers, human traffickers. Just how long do you think? I mean, do you believe we're going to feel the effects of this open border policy for what, generations to come? For generations to come, because here, let me go back again to the one point. And Rita, I, t- I got to tell you, I, this is why I love coming on your show, because you're asking the questions that all Americans should be asking. Let's go to just this one stat alone. In 30 months, just 30 months, 1.6 million gotaways. The former chief of the Border Patrol, under oath during congressional testimony, said that's probably unreported by 20, uh, at least 20%. So now we're, we're getting close to somewhere around 2 million total gotaways in just 30 months. There are 13, 14 states in the countries whose population is less than that. We literally added a 51st state equivalent of gotaways. And if, if just everybody listen, please just take a step back from, from your ideology, from your politics, just common sense. Why do we have gotaways? I mean, the majority of the 7.2 million counters, literally when they come up, Rita, they, they, they sit and they wait for Border Patrol. Well, why? Because they know they're going to be processed and released in the United States. So why do we have a gotaway? Well, of course, the reason why we have a gotaway is because that's where the traffickers, that's where the drug dealers, that's where the criminals, that's where the murderers, the rapists, the pedophiles, the aggravated felons and gang members exist. That's where the potential national security. So, so we are literally letting criminals cross our border and make their way to every town city in this state every single day. That is something that, that I'm not sure we're ever going to recover from. And then when we, when we cross over to the national security issue, look, think about this, how we, we've in the last 30 months, Rita, you and I've talked about this. We've also had, we've also encountered more illegal aliens on the FBI terror screening database than in the past 10, 12 years combined. So literally among the 2 million gotaways, we could have a sleeper cell in the United States planning the next terrorist attack, and we would have no idea. I mean, how many more victims of, of, of illegal alien crime do we have to have? How many more people have to die from drugs coming across the southwest border is it going to take? Is it going to take another large-scale terrorist attack in the United States where thousands of Americans die before people wake up? I mean, that's, what, that's how concerned I am. Wow, that that is really uh, disillusioning, and and just like you said, as we've sadly seen, you know, nine eleven is coming up. Um, it only yep. takes a, a few individuals uh, to carry out something as deadly and as dastardly as that. And and just as we're talking about now, Mark, also the effect could be they could be as you're saying a sleeper cell for for a couple of years. Integrate, you know, we know even in the case of the nine eleven guys. Uh, you know, they went to flight school, they stayed in the country, they integrated, and then surprise, surprise. Um, these people are coming from so many different countries, correct? Give us a sense of, because yeah. a lot of them are clearly not, you know, they're coming from China, they're coming from Russia, they're coming from places that yep. we don't necessarily have great relations with. Yeah, Rita, look, I'm actually taking notes as you're talking because you bring up so many great points. So first of all, you're, you're, you're coming on a 9-11. 
Let's because look, a lot of people weren't even born then. So we 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 need to remember. We need to continue to educate Americans. It it only took a few people to carry out the worst terrorist attack ever on U.S. soil, Reed, as you pointed out. The other thing, for the last thirty months, we've encountered individuals from 171 different countries. There's only 195 recognized, recognized countries on the face of the planet. And many of those 171 countries is what we call special interest countries, meaning the intelligence community globally knows that and is concerned that these countries are either sponsoring terrorism or they have strong connections to terrorist operations and terrorist activity. And so an individual that comes from that country is what we call a special interest alien. On top of the ones that we have additional derogatory information that's on the, actually on the FBS terror screening database. And what have we had just in the past year and a half? Well, we had an FBI that thwarted a terrorist attack that they were going to assassinate a former um, um, president of the United States. And how were they going to carry that out? bringing terrorists across the wide open southwest border. We also had, uh, uh, about nine months ago, we had an illegal alien on the FBI's terrorist screen and database that was inadvertently released and took him two weeks to find in Florida. And what do we have just this past week? We had a, a known smuggler that was connected to ISIS that smuggled a dozen Uzbekistanians over the border, all of which were processed and released. And then we figure out, oh, my gosh, the smuggler had connections and they're scrambling around trying to find all the, a dozen of these Uzbekistanians and they haven't found them all yet. So this is this is an incredible, serious issue. There is no downside to securing our border. Rita, I don't get it. I do not understand how this administration could do this and how anybody in this country can, can say and look the other way and, and make this 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 ideological decision that Ill, somehow illegal immigration there's no issues there. There's no downside. There's there, there's no impact. That's just not true. It absolutely has a direct impact on our ability to secure our border and stop all these things we've been talking about from coming into our country. You know, you talk about defying logic. Look what's happening also, Mark Morgan, in Texas. Here is Governor Abbott. He puts up the temporary buoys. And then, of course, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, steps in and says, you know what, uh, that's not kind. Uh, what, allowing them to, you know, to go unfettered or be trafficked across the country? Um, you know, that's kind. And there, he's actually fighting them. I mean, this is an amazing moment. Do you think here he's saying, we're going to take this all the way to the Supreme Court if I have to, because I want to protect uh, the country and I want to protect, you know, my state of Texas. Isn't that an extraordinary moment to think about that we have the Department of Justice, the administration actually saying, you can't put those, you can't protect the homeland. Yeah, and, and Rhea, I'll tell you what, I, I, I hope it goes to the Supreme Court. I think it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And I'm saying sure right now, Governor Abbott's going to be on the winning side of this. And look, I, again, I, I love talking to you. I wrote something down, you said trafficking. Here's something else we don't talk about. Because of this administration's open border policy, again, in the last 30 months, we've seen a 360%, 360% increase in illegal aliens. So what does that mean? That means now the United States is part of the world's largest smuggling and trafficking operation we've ever seen in our lifetime. That's what that means. And so we don't talk about, you, you know what you, the, the best way to reduce trafficking is, Rita? Is to secure our borders, is deter individuals to actually put their lives in the, the, the hands of the cartels, to actually prevent the smuggling and trafficking from happening. Don't get better at reacting to the trafficking once it's already happened. That's too late. We're actually facilitating. We're actually assisting the cartels with their smuggling operations. 
I mean, the, the worst, you, you want to really, if you're really concerned about the migrants, you know what we'll do? Secure the border because you'll stop trafficking. We, we've had 1,900 dead migrants in the past 30 months. We know doctors without borders say up to 30 percent of young women are sexually assaulted and raped on their journey up here. This is insanity. We have Americans dying from drug overdoses and fentanyl poisoning every single day. We have criminals pouring in, national security threats, and we have migrants that are dying and suffering every single day because of this administration's open border policies. There's no downside to securing our borders. Everybody wins. And while we're doing that, then we can have separate discussions about how we can improve our legal immigration process. Those are two separate things. How many people do you think that are crossing the border actually really qualify for asylum? You know, I mean, I don't, by the way, I don't blame people for wanting to come to America because it is a great place. I, I blame our system, as clearly you say too, Mark, you know, but it's like how many of them actually, they know the game too. If they say, okay, well, you know, I'm fleeing because of X, they know what works, right? The word gets out. That's it, Rita. And you're, guys, look, that's why I'll come on anytime because you're asking the questions. Here's where the, the, the Americans' fundamental compassion has been hijacked. Right? I hear this all the time. I travel all over the United States. Well, poor, vulnerable migrants. Well, they're just looking for a better life. Oh, they're looking for a better job. I mean, look, I, I understand and I have compassion for that, but guess what? None of those are a valid asylum claim. The law is very clear. The Immigration National Act, Immigration Act, is very, very clear is that for you to qualify for asylum, you have to be the, a victim of state-sponsored persecution because of your involvement in a protected class. Wanting to climb the economic ladder to get a better job does not qualify. It's false. It's lie. It's not an accurate asylum claim. And we know, to answer your question, about 85 to 90 percent of those that come are filing false asylum claims, meaning they're economic migrants. And we know this, and this administration knows this, but yet they ended catch and release. So they, even though they know that 90% are economic migrants and fraudulent claims, they're still processing and releasing them in the United States. And their hearings now are six, seven years out, and they never show up, and then they remain here illegally. And this administration feigns like, gosh, we don't know why 7.2 million encounters in 30 months. It's because you are letting them exploit the system. The system is very clear. If you detain or you temporarily replace them back to Mexico while they're going through the sign process, guess what, Rita? They stop coming because they no longer can exploit the system. That's so, what works. And that's what we did on the Trump administration. So what do you think is the end game? You talk about it, the Trump administration, as you yeah. know all too well, Mark, the Remain in Mexico was also in place, yep. too. Um, there were so many of these things that were just automatically in place. And we saw numbers clearly down. What do you think is the objective? Do you think one day they're going to say, well, you know, we've got, uh, who knows at that point, 10, 15 million. Um, we're just going to make them all legal citizens. I mean, what do, what do you think is the plan? Why why would any American administration say, come on in, have a wide open border with all these individuals unchecked, unvetted coming through? That's a $65,000 question. It took me some time to, to get here because I didn't want to believe that anybody, Republican, Democrat, independent, didn't matter. I, I, I did not, as an American citizen, somebody who served this country for 40 years, I did, want, did not want to believe that any administration would sacrifice our nation's safety and security and literally allow people to die because of policies for political gain. But that's what we're talking about on two fronts. There's two things that happen. You know, one is, remember, illegal aliens are counted as part of the census. 
So there's a real a cause and effect that could lead to a redistricting of House seats in the Democratic favor. The second political perceived political benefit, you hit the nail on the head, is they believe that every single illegal alien that they get here and they find a pathway to citizenship is going to equate to a Democratic vote. And that's and that's been the problem for 100 years. And it really started, I hate to say this because it's still one of my favorite presidents, but Ronald Reagan, one of his policies was the worst with respect to border security in the last hundred years. And that was the 1986 Amnesty Act, where we literally allowed border security to be held hostage in exchange for amnesty. They literally said, we won't give you border security unless you give us amnesty. He did. And neither has happened for the last hundred years. We still have not fully secured our border. And now this administration, Rita, for the first time in a hundred years, they, they don't even pretend. They're, they're not even they're not even pretending to care about border security. They just want to bring in illegal aliens for house seats, and they're going to try to find them a pathway to citizenship because they think that's going to equate to Democratic votes forever. Which is just an incredible moment to make the country vulnerable, uh, yep. open to, are they, they're not checking for criminal records. They don't seem to be vaccinating. I mean, we're starting a school year. Uh, they're putting, you know, unvaccinated kids who don't speak English in classrooms with American kids. Uh, then we've got these stories of these migrant shelters, as you've seen all over the place, uh, Mark, where they're putting them across from a school and it's maybe 300 yep. adult males who haven't been checked. I mean, this is just a formula for disaster. It is. It already is disaster. Again, I mean, there's an organization, ABIAC, American Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. We actually have an organization in the United States that is formed because we've had so many victims, American victims, at the hands of illegal aliens. I mean, how many more? In Texas, I'll give you a quick step. From 2011 to 2022, 260,000 illegal aliens committed 433,000 crimes, including 800 homicides, 800 kidnappings, and 5,000 assaults. And you know what the mic drop moment is? That's in the state of Texas alone. This is insanity. The disaster is already among us. It's already here. And you mentioned another great point. I wrote it down. Criminal records. So, so we already know we have 2 million gotaways. Murderers, rapists, pedophiles, gang members that, that evaded apprehension and now are called United States home. But even the 7.2 million encounters, really, you're spot on. They, they, they don't get the criminal record of these people. The only thing they do is they check the United States NCIC. If they're not wanted or warned in the United States, then they're released. Think about this. If you're a single male from, I don't know, Cuba, uh, Venezuela, Nicaragua, do, do you really think that we're getting their criminal history and, and, and we know everything about them from those countries before we release them? Heck no, that's not happening. So not only do we have millions of gotaways, but we also are releasing people into this country every single day that we have not properly vetted. And, and we, we don't understand why we have an issue. Yeah, it's scary. And some of these images, too, Mark, that we've seen even of late, um, even separately, even the ones that are right there out in the open, uh, some of the human traffickers and some of the drug dealers. I mean, they look like uh, like they're going into Afghanistan when they're coming into the United States. They're actually there's been reports that they've been firing rounds at the border agents. Yep. All that's true. We, we call it kitted up. Right. And so we mean when we say they're all kitted up is just as you described. It, they actually look like somebody in the military. They've got a full ballistic vest. They, they have a magazine for, for assault rifles on their vest. And they're actually carrying, you know, a, a, an AR style or AK-47 style weapon. I mean, they could go into combat. And you're right. Not only have they been firing shots at Border Patrol agents in National Guard in Texas, but we've also seen them. They've actually entered the United States armed and we've actually 
apprehended them. I mean, this is real. The cartels, this is what this is about. When you allow illegal immigration, again, you're pulling resources off and you're giving control to the cartels. And the other thing that I keep reminding people, illegal immigration, for those that, that, that still ideologically want, are going to allow the compassion to be hijacked. What do you think? It doesn't matter whether it's a bag of 20 pills of fentanyl or it's 20 illegal aliens. The cartels are making money on both. And I always jokingly say, what do you think they're doing with the money that they receive from smuggling humans? You think they're donating to Red Cross? No, it's going right back into their organization to make them stronger, more powerful, more influential, and to be able to expand their operations. Just recently, the Sicarios, the cartels, they developed their own drone unit. So the cartels actually have their own drone unit where they're expanding the purchase and capabilities and use of drone technology. And where do you think you got a lot of that money? On the backs of smuggling illegal aliens into our country. Do you see any end in sight short term? No, short term. No, I don't. Well, let me back up. I, I correct myself. I, I think I my answer is so quick because I. I also am very disappointed in Republicans because, first of all, they should have impeached Secretary Marcus a long time ago. But now when it comes to appropriations, here's their chance. So so in the House, they, pa- they passed H.R. 2. Every single Republican in the Senate passed it but because they don't have control. It, it didn't go through. Right. And so H.R. 2, although I still think it, it's not as strong as it could be, it is the strongest border security bill that's ever been pa- passed in, in the chamber of the House. And so my opinion is if, if the Republicans are really not just full hot air like they seem to be a lot of the times. They should not pass an appropriation bill. They should allow the governor to be shut down unless they pass and implement everything that's in HR2. That's something that could be done immediately. If that's not done, that that that, that will show a failure of the Republican uh, uh, in both chambers. And so if that doesn't done isn't done, the, the the only thing that we can do is vote the right person in the White House that understands that border security is national security in 2024. You know, you hit a great point there, Mark, too, because a lot of it is politics on both sides and, and it should yes. be national security. It shouldn't be a, a, you know, a Republican or Democratic issue. It should be an American border security issue. That's exactly right. And that's why I love your podcast, you know, protecting America. That's what this is about. This is not about illegal immigration or, or immigration. This is about border security of which illegal immigration drives it to be secure and just puts money back in the hands of the cartels. And so th- this, this is not a right or left or blue or issue. This is a red, white or blue issue. And we should be doing everything in our power to secure the border and stop the death and destruction, both on American side and the migrant side. There's no downside securing our border. Everybody wins. Yeah, 1,000% and do it uh, sooner than later. The longer it goes, the more gotaways uh, and the more people that go unchecked in this country. Everybody, by the way, be sure to subscribe and share to this really powerful podcast. Mark Morgan, you are the best. Thank you, first of all, for all you do and for everything you have done, just your decades of service uh, to keep this country safe. We love you and we appreciate you. And this podcast is so important because of your great insight. Thank you. Well, Rita, thank you, because, look, if it wasn't for what you're doing to get the truth out there uh, to the American people, uh, we, we wouldn't be making the pro- progress that we are. So thank you for serving your country. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.